0: Are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor.
1: Hey man, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast with me. Hey
2: mister, I think you're a man. How are you?
1: I didn't even get to introduce you, man. You just jumped right in.
2: Uh, Alright, who am I?
1: I don't know. Who, who are you?
2: <laughs> Come on, man.
1: <laughs> Is this Lee... Uh- Gershman or Lee Gershman? Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> Lee
2: Gersh half a man. Yeah, right on. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, all joking all right. aside, we're gonna do the first Dire Straits album, the self-titled album from 1978. But before that, we're recording on a day that I I don't know. If Lee feels feel, Lee's not that big of a Cars fan, but we lost Rickle Cassic of the Cars. What a fucking man, G, what a genius! I didn't
2: know that. That's a bummer.
1: Yeah, he died today. His uh, his ex found him dead in his Manhattan uh, apartment. He died at 75.
2: Oh, man.
1: Yeah, I was like, I was in the in Walmart getting some dog food. My wife was in the car listening to KLOS, And then she texted me and goes, Rick Ocasek died. I go, really? Is is that real? And she goes, yeah, KLOS said it. I go, oh. And then I went on the internet and found it and go, oh, it's true. It's not death by internet.
2: Um, oh, man.
1: Man, it's really sad. I remember the Cars. I had, I love the Cars. I had the freaking Cars first album on tape. I used to ride listening to that on my Walkman, riding my bike listening to it. And then I had the Cars greatest hits on tape. I used to put my boom box on my freaking shoulder, walk my golden retriever, and freaking just make everybody listen to the Cars because I thought, like you, Lee, I think everybody should like what I like. You know? Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs>
2: yeah. you 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 were right.
1: Yeah, these guys these were part of my teenage years and part of my adult life because we did a podcast with Joe Milliken on uh, Benjamin Orr on his book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to go check out a an old uh, podcast episode, that guy's really cool. He has a Benjamin Orr book. You guys can go check out. But Rick Kassik was the true genius of this band. He wrote all the songs. He, he wrote Drive and let Ben sing it, you know? It's like... Yeah. It's like, shit, man. I'm glad they got into the Hall of Fame, even though it doesn't mean a lot to anybody. But it means a lot to the bands who do get into it. You know, even though the fans we hate it because Priest and Maiden aren't in there, but... Fuck. Yeah. But they put the talking heads in before Rush. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and even you, too. Come on. The Rush deserves to be in there before YouTube, even though I adore U2. But Rick O'Casick, man, what a great lyricist and a great solo artist, man. So we're going to play a couple tunes that uh, I picked and Lee picked. And uh, I'm going to play two tunes by the Cars, and one will be my track of the week. But we're going to start this in tribute of Rick Ocasek. Uh We're going to play some songs by him. I picked uh, Motions in Motion from his solo album, and you mm-hmm. picked Shake It Up from the Cars. Yeah. So let's shake it up with some Emotions in Motion on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Emotions, emotion, and shake it up, man. Man, I'm gonna miss this guy. It's like all our heroes are dying, and also, I, I you know what? We should play an Eddie Money song, too, right? Eddie Money passed this week, also. Lee, are you there? Lee, I lost you, Lee. Saying anyway. Lee, what I was saying, Lee, after we played the uh, Rickle Cassock, we also lost Eddie Money this week
2: yeah yeah so I, I, that i knew well i think we should i plan. mean the Rick Kasic was way too soon i mean i had just heard about it just a little while before you mentioned it but eddie money i knew about a little bit but it's like when this stuff happens it happens so suddenly and it's like it hardly gives me even time to even think about it it's like oh man you know it's like it just happens and it's like you have to deal with
1: it i know the only one i really cried over uh, artist you know i'm really sad about rick and eddie is uh tom petty because i had a relationship with tom petty with my mom because we, oh, yeah. we bonded over tom petty's music i think i said that on the podcast here before but yeah. I, I i really think we should play an eddie money song too why why did we forget about eddie you know wh- sure. what song would you want to play by eddie
2: I, um, uh, how about Take Me Home Tonight?
1: Take Me Home Tonight? And I'm going to play a song called We Should Be Sleeping. So here's Take Me Home Tonight and We Should Be Sleeping on the Freeform Rock Podcast in honor of the money man, Mr. Eddie Money.
0: Thank you. She's your heart.
1: Okay, that was uh, Take Me Home Tonight and uh, We Should Be Sleeping by Eddie Money, man. What the fuck, man? He's, it's like, I know we're getting old but our artists are getting older and they're dying on us left and right. It's like, Damn. It fucking sucks, dude, because we're going to be left with like no real artist anymore in music.
2: Uh, that's, that's one thing that I feel is kind of um, frightening is the idea that well, for instance um, not that you know of the group family but they were around back in the early 70s and the guy Roger Chapman he and the drummer went and they did a reunion kind of somewhat recently. He asked Charlie Whitney, the guitarist, if he'd play in the reunion because he was part of the group In the early days and Charlie Whitney said he lived in a different country and he said I'm not gonna fly all the way over just to do some concerts and so Roger Chapman said that's fine he said you gotta remember that we're old he said you should be thankful we're not in the fucking hospital let alone doing touring my god you know that was sort of his funny way of saying it but it's like it's true. He's saying we're still around, but hey, we're we're getting older, you know.
1: Yeah, I I think all my favorite artists started dying with Dio. It's like when Dio oh. when Dio went, everybody started dropping. What is Robert Plant yeah. going to be the next? Because it happens in three. Please don't take Robert Plant, Lord. <laughs> we need Robert oh. Plant. <laughs> we need um, Jimmy Page.
2: <laughs> I I feel I I, I feel that they they um. For some reason they they they're 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 still gonna be hanging on for a while. You know. Awesome. I saw I saw Jimmy Page live. He was he was I'm glad I saw him.
1: This has just been a really bad week for music. First we lost Eddie and now we lost Rick. You know, less uh, than a yeah. week apart. It's like fuck. We knew Eddie had we knew Eddie was dying. He had uh, stage four esophagus cancer, you know, but We didn't know Rick was dying. He just freaking passed out, passed away on us like that. (laughs) It's like, that was sudden. We could, we braced for Eddie, but Rick was just like, damn.
2: Yeah, it's like, um, he didn't say nothing. It's almost like, uh, we didn't know about Prince. and, And even though we had kind of an idea that David Bowie wasn't doing well, we didn't know he would just all of a sudden die, but he decided to do his album just 3 days before he died but that's the true artist who's continuing to do music up until his last days
1: and he made that creepy video with him like going into a coffin and it was like whoa he was even making art still man that guy was like artistic till he died yeah fucking prince man. that was a shock to me fucking that. prince and tom petty should not have died fucking opiates fuck opiates and fucking yeah. it was Prince took them. Uh Tom Petty was just given the wrong prescriptions by his doctors that interacted with him wrong cuz he had a freaking he had an injury and uh they gave him too many meds for it. Yeah. Well, let's get into like some happier times. Let's talk about Dire Straits from 1978, shall we? Sure. Sir, how long you've been living with this album since it came out, Hunley?
2: Uh my my mom told me back then that this was considered to be a hard rock album, and she thought that it would be a good thing and that I would like it, and she was interested in it. So she bought it for herself and I heard it and I thought, well, it doesn't really quite sound like hard rock, but I ended up listening to it a lot. I forget whether she bought it for me or whether or not she bought it for herself. She might have bought it for me because I think I had it more than she did, but she did buy it because she thought that it was the new thing. And this is during the time when Fleetwood Max Rumours, which she actually had, it wasn't my album, and she had Van Morrison's Wavelength, which was her album. But I would borrow it. But I I listened to the Fleet—I mean to the Dire Straits album. And at that time, I liked some of it. I like it a lot more now. But back then, it it, it, it was kind of like it sounded like... I didn't know back then, but I would have probably said, Who's that on guitar, Roy Clark? Now I I know that Roy Clark is great. But back back then, it sounded like chicken-plucking guitar. It didn't sound like a real rock guitar. But... But, um... But, but there were some songs that I did like back then, still.
1: Yeah, it has a classic, like a really classic song on here that we'll get into later. I got into Dire Straits because Money for Nothing, MTV, that fucking video was great. And then I went Oh back. yeah,
2: that's the best song on that album.
1: Aw, oh, I like the song Brothers in Arms and stuff too. Yeah,
2: that's the best song off of the 1978 album. <laughs>
1: Like, well, I got into Dire Straits, and then I went back, her Twisting by the Pool, Communique, uh, Love Over Gold. Oh, yeah. This, and then I always heard the song that was on this album that was a huge hit, but I didn't know who they were until I went back and, and dug deep into their catalog. And yeah. this, this album was released two days before my eighth birthday, October seventh, oh. 1978. I'm almost cool. 49, man. Shit. I'm almost wow. on the big five oh here. Well let's get into this album, shall we? It was the debut album by a British rock band Dire Straits. I already said it was released. And uh, the album produced a hit single, Sultan's a Swing, which reached number four on the Billboard Hot One Hundred, and number eight on the UK singles chart. The album reached number one on the album charts in Germany, Austria, France, and the United States. And number five, and number two in the United States, and number five in the United Kingdom. So, ha, huh, we've made it number two in, in their own country, only got it number five.
2: <laughs> yeah, straight, we were more stupid. No, I'm sorry. We
1: Diary of Straits was later certified double platinum in both the United States and the United Kingdom. So okay, let's get double in,
2: bubble. Double bubble.
1: <laughs> well, let's get into track one, which is down to the waterline. What do you think about this one?
2: Well back then I didn't remember the slow introduction there's like a like a guitar that like that and and I didn't remember that on the first printing they might have put that in later but um I I like it it's it's kind of like um a Roy Clark type of chicken plucking guitar sorry for saying that but it's it's kind of like a bluegrass rock song. Kind of like if a punk rock group didn't do punk and they did bluegrass instead, but they still made it rock. But it's it's a good song, and I and I do like it. It has kind of a Dylan kind of an edge to it.
1: Well, I, I just said it starts off moody, and then it starts jamming. With the signature Knopfler guitar sound great opening track and love Knopfler's voice also this 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 band has some killer rhythm yeah I think they rule on this and then we get to the uh, next track called water of love what you think of this
2: one Uh, this was kind of to me a little bit like almost religious like as if they're talking about some healing water But, in a cool way, it sort of makes me think of, um, later, like, what Daniel Lanois did when he did the song, um, about water. I think it was Cool Water. I kind of like Daniel Lanois' song a little better, but this is alright. This sort of makes me think of maybe... A Bob Dylan "Blonde on Blonde" period song, but a little bit more mellow. But it's, 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 it's a, it's, it's interesting. It's maybe more of a deep cut. It's maybe not one of my very favorite songs here, but I do like it.
1: This is, I, I just said, really cool song, killer guitar picking, like you were saying earlier. And you know, yeah. you know, he does. He's like uh, Lindsey Buckingham. He doesn't play with a guitar pick. He picks right. Yeah. Like said picking, and also I I heard a story of Mark Knopfler talking about how he learned how to play guitar. They were poor, and he got the yeah. cheapest guitar ever, but couldn't afford an amp. So he like gr- grabbed his radio and like made it into an amp. He took the speaker out of the radio and made it to a into a guitar amp. And cool. It, and he used bleed. He like uh, you hear a song. He says, making their fingers bleed. You know, he's talking about himself because he made his finger ble- bleed bleed. I guess guitar players, when they start playing, they have to build up calluses and their fingers bleed on the chords. before, you know. So he was talking about when he was a kid and how he got the guitar, and that's why he couldn't afford a pick, so he learned how to play without a pick. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, and the Water of Love," uh, it's just, it's kind of country with some folky in it, I love it. And then we Hmm. get into the next track, which you picked, called Setting Me Up. So you're setting me up on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Uh-huh. setting me up. What did you think about that song?
2: Oh, this is more like a regular rock song. It it has kind of that country-picking edge to it, but it sounds a little more like actual rock. To me, it sounds kind of like Fleetwood Mac, but the Fleetwood Mac uh, while Bob Welch was in the band, not the stuff with Lindsey Buckingham. and it, It has this good it kind of makes me think of someone who's sitting in a car with a seatbelt on, and he's being set up, like setting me up with the seatbelt, and they're riding in the car, and he's, you know, moving his head. da 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 i am moving in the car. da Kind of like that. It's, it's a hot song. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a really cool song. I like it out it's like a little rockabilly there with a little rhythm, little yeah. country and folk. It's really a cool track, man. I liked it a lot. Yeah, this this is an album that I just figured out lately that you oh. could just take headphones and put this put headphones on and there's a lot of instrumentations going on in the background that you can't hear it when you're just listening to it in your car or on a regular stereo without headphones.
2: They, they I'll a, have to listen to it again and, and figure that out. Yeah, you
1: should. This is a this is a like Jim Ladd says. You need headphones for this album. <laughs> it's really cool, man.
2: And then we right on.
1: then we get to the next track, Six Blade Knife. What would you think of this
2: one? Six Blade Knife. It kind of makes me <laughs> um feel like I want to poke someone just very lightly with a knife while sing that like six blade knife do anything to you and then poke them and they go what the hell are you doing and i'm saying i'm just enjoying the song and then they move out of the chair and walk away from me before i can poke them anymore but no it's it's a cool kind of a mellow deep cut it's 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 i would say i like it even though back then I might have thought it was filler, but it was the kind of filler song that I dug. It's 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 not bad.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of sounds like Fleetwood Mac mixed with Bruce Springsteen. Uh, oh, it's like I just said. It's such a headphone song. So much going on in the background. Such a cool song. I I could sip some whiskey to this and just chill.
2: Cool. I per- could sip some vodka to it, but right now I'm doing a podcast, so I don't want to give any glugging sounds.
1: Blah, blah, blah. I'm just sipping some whiskey, but <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm out.
2: <laughs> well, I still have vodka, but I'll wait till we're done.
1: I need to get a refrigerator in here so I could just grab a bottle.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, let's get to the next track, the last song of side one that you picked. Southbound again, so here's Southbound again on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
0: Southbound
3: again oh, no, if i
1: southbound again. Why'd you pick this track, Lee?
2: Oh, this one's also a bumpy, like, kind of happy song. The kind of song that if you're in San Francisco and someone's dancing right behind you, you have to go, hey, buddy, watch out what you're doing with that pecker But it's a cool song. You haven't been in Castle Street, thank goodness. But anyway, uh, I, I, whenever I go there I, I, I come protected with my shield of armor but the thing is it's it's a good song it's it, it has this kind of bouncy beat that kind of makes me think of if you're in a car and it's bouncing up and down because it's on the gravel road you can go and sing to the bouncy rhythm and go southbound again it's I like it. It kind of reminds me of the sort of stuff that I did back when I was in my um band back in that time period and I was just doing drums and stuff. It was really cool.
1: Yeah, this I said, man, so much going on in this song. Slow, but so much instrumentation. On um, this band is so tight and this is a song you kind of dance to, right? Mm-hmm. Tap your toes and go, bom bom, ba bom, ba ba
2: <laughs> Yeah, it didn't sound slow to me, but I mean slow as a pair to Slipknot, yeah. Uh, I don't
1: know. <laughs> let's talk about something good, shall we? <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> All you I, 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 I out made there? a slip. I I made a slip. I said Slipknot. I should have said Strawberry Shortcake. <laughs> All oh, no you <laughs> Slipknot
1: fans in there, no offense, but I, I like Corey Taylor when he sings.
2: Alright, um, yeah. <laughs>
1: let's get to the next track, which is track one on side 2, which is the big hit off this album, it's Sultan's a Swing, and you picked it, Lee, so here's Sultan's a Swing on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
3: With the sultans with the song i tell
1: Guitar George?
2: Uh, I, I I I I I don't know him personally, no.
1: That was Sultan's a swing and uh that's a character in the song. So why would you pick that track, Lee?
2: Oh, well, I used to talk to um Guitar George. Um, yeah. It's a it's a good um song. It's like uh I heard it before I knew it was a hit, but I could figure that it would be a hit because it had hit written all over it and it, it has a really good um, kind of a melody that's like it's one of those things where you just know it when you first hear it you just know it's going to be good and uh, and it's the first song off of side two which a lot of albums the very first song off of side two was always the best song and this is no exception it was pretty swinging.
1: Well, it's called the Sultans of Swing. Come on now. Wow, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: I hope it would be swinging. Yeah. Cause she was swingin'. I meant swinging in uh, a swingin different way, but never mind.
1: All right, well, this song needs no review. It's good rock.
2: Okay, let's do the next song. Right. Okay, go on.
1: It's good rock, jazz, folk, killer rhythm, so organic, and and Mark's solo is amazing. They are the Sultans of Swing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, when you say Mark, why don't you just say you? Because you're talking about you. Why why say Mark's solo is so good? Why don't you just say your solo is so good?
1: My solo. I can't play a solo. I could, I can, I, can't, oh. I can, if I'm playing with myself. But I mean Mark, oh. I mean, I mean Mark Knopfler.
2: Oh, you, you mean Mark with a K, special yeah. K? Yeah, you're he, not talking about vitamin C, Mark see, with the C. See, he's a, right. he's an
1: action, and I'm a noun.
2: <laughs> that doesn't
1: make sense, but I like it. What do you mean? It doesn't make sense. You know, when you go somewhere, you got a pen and you mark something no, down.
2: I know, no, I know. I it, it, it makes sense. I'm a person. He's a, he's
1: an action. You get it? Oh, oh.
2: Uh. I. Why yeah. not? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I, you guys I...
1: want to hear my solo on the skin flute.
2: Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's get to the next track, which is in the gallery. What'd you think of this one?
2: I like that one. I I thought it was actually pretty good. It it's it's like for the kind of um sort of cool, not ballad, but but just sort of cool blues thing to it. I I thought it was kind of a cool song. It now makes me think of a less. Electric version of Robin Trower, but yeah, I I dug that song. I thought it was pretty hot. It kind of made me think of now if I was still with my girlfriend, we could say, hey, let's go to the gallery, babe. Let's go to the, you know, the hallway and kiss.
1: Just don't take her to the night gallery. (laughs) Ah, yeah. There would be some weird shit going on there with Rod Serling. Yeah, we'd
2: go to the Gay Gallery. Or maybe even the Gay Gallery because she liked... Ooh. Never mind.
1: Okay. Well, I think this is a cool song. It's very rhythmic, freaking awesome track. And it, I agree with everything you said about it, Lee. Let's yeah. get into the next song, Wild, Wild, Wild West End. What would you think of this one?
2: Oh, shit. I don't like it. But I, I don't hate it. It's more like like the one song that if I could pluck that off I would prefer to put a song more like um, where do you think you're going off of communique put that in its place this song is all right if if you like this kind of song but I'm not that kind of person
1: what kind of person are
2: you I am a kind of person who right now is Trying to stay awake.
1: Yeah, because we're That's, doing it really uh, late. Because I have a shit show yeah. coming tomorrow. I got a freaking AC you guy. you I have furniture building dude. My,
2: you caught me at my drunken weirdest best. Yeah. Congratulations, Mister. Ha uh-huh. ha. You're always yeah. the
1: weirdest and the best. Come on. All man.
2: right, all right. I, I, I'm 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 always this drunken. okay I
1: think I think this song is cool it's not my favorite off there and I like the acoustic guitar in the background really cool and then we get to the last track which is called Lions what'd you think of this one
2: this was always kind of a little bit of a weird song for me I do like it kind of but it was like a thinker you know like those songs where you have to think about if you like them and it it kind of had maybe more of a Leonard Cohen type of moodiness to it it's good but like i said you have to kind of think about it. it it doesn't grab you right away you have to hear it a few times before it sinks in
1: yeah i think it's a cool way to end the record it's a most excellent most excellent album like it Track Moody, really cool man. I I like this album a lot, but I do like other Dire Straits albums better. But this has like Sultan's a swing on it. Fucking a, (laughs) fucking great track. Uh huh. It it trumps all the tracks (laughs) ever. Uh (laughs) Right on. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well let's get it. Let's get our tracks of the week. I was a little confused with your track, Lee. I thought which what's the name of the band and what's the name of the song and then I finally figured it out The, ba- oh. the band is called the, the band is called the open window, right?
2: Yeah,
1: and the song is called at the at the wedding Yeah, so I was thinking yeah, the, I think in the, you the got ba- it right I was thinking the band was called at the wedding and the song was called the open window because it could be either Or <laughs> you know it was like yeah, confused. yeah, but luckily, I I checked into it and saw how they labeled it on YouTube, and I got it. Uh,
2: you had to search it, and after a few years, you finally got it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
1: So let's let's get into our tracks of the week. I pick, they are a
2: very weird band. But, yeah, but I I dug them.
1: I picked the Cars since you've been gone in honor of the great Rick cassock and. Um, Fuck! I feel I felt bad because I forgot about Eddie Money, but I'm not gonna play any more songs. But we got some Eddie Money in the beginning, and then you pick the open window at the wedding. So until next week, Lee, say goodbye, bro.
2: Bye, bro. Bye. As far as the wind, bros.
1: As far Tickle. as the wind, bros. What's a wind,
2: bro? <laughs> uh, blows, but bro. Bro blow. Like, 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 born free as far as the wind blows, but as far as the wind blows, Bro, I was making a joke. It didn't, you didn't get it, but it's okay.
1: Okay, Joe Blow. All right, until next week, have okay. a great day, man. Have a good evening. All right.
2: All right, bye. Take care.